uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on a Thursday. It's the fourth day of August, 2022. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Big J. Ta-da! Big J, how'd you spend your Wednesday? Uh, we ended up, uh, taking a little Lincoln to go get his pictures. Uh, you were part of this now? I, I, here's the thing. I, I got asked to come along, and I was like, well, I, I felt like I was ordered to come along. And, and sometimes I just I just feel like I'd rather be driving with a wife, but just be safer. Right, if I drive, uh, you don't think she's I, a good driver? Well, sometimes. So I thought, well, I'll go. I didn't know it'd be such a long enterprise, but it, you know, it was the uh, the place we went. Boise Pets is actually right down the street from the station. Is it a place that yeah, it's a, specializes it's, in animal photography? Um, yeah, they do all kinds of photography there, but these particular folks, it's like I think it's like um, uh, like you rent studio space. In, uh-huh. a, in a photography studio here. Okay. And so, yes, they do. Found out also that they will come to your home. So guess what? Now all the cats are going to get a photo shoot at our house. You started this yesterday by demanding cat equality. And now I, you've got yes, a cat I, photo Yes, I understand shoot. that. But at the same time, it was be like, what? If, we've tried to take pictures of the cats before for like a Christmas card. And it's just, cats just, they don't, you can't get them to do stuff. You know what I mean? Like a dog, you can get them to sit, you can kind of distract them by looking at them. You can't do that with a cat necessarily. But uh, the Boise Pets people, they, they'll they come to your house and, and set up a, a little studio do a thing. So that's going to be happening. Congratulations. I uh, can't believe I'm asking this, but how did the dog photo shoot go? I don't know. I didn't look. Oh, you, well, you were, what'd you I, do? We'll get the pictures today or in a couple days or so. Well, I mean, you were uh, there so. for the shoot? Just I wasn't car? inside. I was uh, no, I was inside, but I, I was because I didn't want to distract, obviously. But audio went in, and then Lincoln went in because they're not getting along, so they had to go in separately. <laughs> and that's just so that's how my day went. Okay, you can imagine. Wonderful, Good different you, than yours. Buddy. Yeah, no, my day was spent outside in the uh, in the Ford Idaho Center at uh, Amphitheater as we planned out XS twenty two. But we got uh, we got it all laid out, buddy. It's going to be a big show. We are very happy with what we have to put together. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, you are going to have a good time. We're going to have lots of cool things out there for you to enjoy at X-Fest. So I would advise you, if you are procrastinating, grab those tickets. They're on sale now at ictickets.com. xrock.com has them as well, but grab your tickets to X-Fest, presented by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. You will not be sorry. We have some fun stuff ready to go. And uh, we, we figured out where the broadcast booth is going to be, Big J. Yeah. Different spot this year. Because the Idaho Center Amphitheater, I don't know how, when's the last show you went to the amphitheater in? 
Oh boy, I don't know. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's me too, because uh, as I went, uh, I discovered whole new setup, dude. It's a completely different ball. Like, I mean, uh, you are all are going to be surprised how many seats we have at the at X-Fest this year, I guess is my Oh, point. they add some seats? All that is is seats. There's there's definitely a pit area up front for people that want to get in on the, the thick of it, but also even in that amphitheater area now, it's almost all seats. Uh, oh. Even down in the, in, on the flat side of the amphitheater, and then they've really kind of ramped up the the, uh, the 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 premium seat section over by where our VIP section used to be. It won't be there anymore, and so it's it's actually a incredible. They put a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of you know kind of uh, you know, aesthetics into making it look as cool as possible, and I think it's going to be fantastic. Awesome. Everybody was very happy and excited about it. So we have some really cool stuff planned. We want to make sure that you go and. Of course, we'll have your chance to win some tickets to that coming up. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the Meridian Firefighter Salmon Feed coming up on Friday. That's happening technically tomorrow. Big Jay's going to be out at that. We're also going to have your chance to go check out Pop Evil. That show is happening on Saturday and more fun and excitement, including a nerd alert. But we should play music to get started. We'll kick things off with the Foo Fighters. It's all my life here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. And Big J. Want to give a complete and utter shout out to the men and women that are fighting the Moose Fire, which is currently Idaho's largest wildfire. It's a big one, man. Uh, it is southwest of Northfolk. It's right near Salmon, and it grown to almost thirteen thousand acres, uh, pretty much very quickly, yeah. and then added another. 20,000 on top of that over the last week. It's now spread to about 58,168 acres. This is believed to be a human-caused blaze, which remains under investigation how it came together, but uh, it's about 23% contained. It's spreading on the southeast side near Stormy Peak Road. It's right by Moose Creek, which is why they're calling it the Moose Fire, but it began on July 17th. That's how long they've been fighting this fire. High winds, along with hot and dry conditions, have been an ongoing challenge for the firefighters that are working to protect homes and buildings in the area. Uh, Of course, we had that story last month where a couple of helicopter pilots were killed trying to fight the fire, which is why they kind of grounded all helicopters, that is, until yesterday, when they got them back up in the air to help because they were just losing so much ground. So this is a big one, and it's serious, and there's a lot of work being done, and already lives have been lost fighting it, which is, again goes to show you how serious this stuff is and dangerous yes and uh and again it's just somebody that maybe wasn't paying attention or did something they shouldn't have been doing that made this thing start and spread so quickly so again being cognizant of what's going on when you're out and about in idaho's wildlands in just dry brush areas or anything like that is incredibly important this time of year please Pay attention. And uh, once again, thank you to the men and women that continue to fight the moose fire. That's going to go on for a while yet, considering it's only 23% contained. NFL is appealing their decision by their independent investigator. They would like a harsher penalty for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, other than the six-game suspension that was handed down by the disciplinary officer earlier this week. The league filed an appeal yesterday afternoon. Of course, Wilson uh, Watson was accused of sexual assault and other misconduct in civil lawsuits filed by 25 women. The allegations occurred in 2020 and 2021 when he was with the Houston Texans, and now it'll be up to Roger Goodell how much he is suspended. Let me make this clear. They're filing an appeal to themselves. Well, an independent investigator. They're filing an appeal to the person they hired to go through the process, yes. Who is a woman? Uh, that is correct. correct. Right. And and she did find evidence that these things happened. 
that nonviolent sexual assault happened on multiple occasions. They just felt that with her findings that they found that she, uh, that in the investigation that they did, it didn't, it, it warranted a harsher penalty than the six games. Now, uh, whether Roger Goodell makes the decision of what the final one is, because in the collective bargaining agreement he was given final say, or he shells it out to somebody else, it's up to him. I, what happened was the NFL wanted to distance themselves from it, so they, they hired an investigator yeah. to do all this stuff and do all the work. She found stuff that made sense for a suspension. They just weren't happy with the actual number she gave. Or this is all a PR situation where they they have a woman independent, you know, uh, independent counsel. They find that only six games, and the NFL's like, hey, that's not enough. This is a terrible crime that's happened. They need, we need a whole year. Well, if it is a PR move, it's a really dumb one, and it hasn't worked, and it's completely backfired. Uh, I mean, well, the NFL's not, like not white knighting anybody right now. To be perfectly honest, they've come out looking like a bunch of incompetent morons in this particular thing, uh, and they they have dragged this out and made this last longer than it probably should have. Just hand out the suspension. Everybody knows he should be gone for a very long time, and just that's it. The fact that this is dragging out and doing things and putting the, the shield through all this mud is A, their own fault, and B, not a good strategy if that's the one they came up with. Right. But we'll see where it ends up going from here. We have an official release date for Joker 2, Big J. Falia Du is what it's called, and it's coming out on uh, the beautiful date of October 4th, 2024. That is when you will see the sequel starring Joaquin Phoenix. Where they go with it, again, the rumors are it's a musical. <laughs> the rumors are Lady Gaga is Harley Quinn. Uh, it, it, it's insane. So we'll see where things go and how it, how it all starts getting filmed. They're not uh, supposed to be uh, starting filming until next year anyway, uh, but the script is finished and we have a release date. So just know you're going to see Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker again, but it's going to be a while before you get there. <laughs> I don't think you'd be shocked to find out that the way we have communicated with each other or the way we most often communicate with each other has changed and kind of morphed over the last 25 to 30 years. You understand? Yeah. Like the most common way we used to talk to each other uh, about 30 years ago was in person. That then transitioned around the year 2000, 2002 to most times we were talking to each other. It was going to be on our phones or our cellular phones that were starting to really gain popularity at the time. And then uh, around the year 2017 or so, that transitioned over into the world of text messaging. And since then, that's really been the way we keep up with and the way we contact people the most. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Are you texting people more than anything? Doesn't matter what app you're using, whether it's text-to-text or it's, you know, an Instagram message or a Facebook message. Yes. All of that is considered some sort of text messaging way to contact somebody. So let me ask you, Big J, somebody who texts a bunch, how strong is your emoji game? Do you mess around with it as a 45-plus-year-old man? Is it something that you do a lot of, or do you just sprinkle it in, like seasoning? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll sprinkle it in. I mean, it depends on who I'm talking to. I have found myself using it more often than I have in the past, and I, I don't know why. I get weird. You know this. Yes. Like, I get weird with it sometimes. Like, I'll send you out of a strong man for... I don't, I don't even know what that's for. You keep sending me eggplant emojis. I don't know what that means, and I don't know why I've you would do that. Sent you an eggplant <laughs> emoji. Uh, but, uh, so sometimes I do it just for shock value <laughs> or to end a conversation. 
Oh, it's an like, ender. Okay. If, if 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 certain people, if I want to end the conversation, I'll send a series of really weird, out of place emojis. I I have been known to do that from time to time as well because I have nothing to add to the conversation, but want to make sure that, I don't leave somebody on red, so I'll send him some. Yeah, at that point, it's a WTF right situation. Right. Uh, but uh, if you want to know, because of that year, 2017, when things kind of turned to text messaging, specifically emojis, we have adapted the way we react to them. In fact, there was a study that put together that said basically people react to emoji faces the way they do real facial expressions. So like if you send a laughing emoji, somebody that's on the receiving end of that understands what you mean and usually is going to get a smile out of their face because they realize that you're enjoying something that either you said or they said and that makes them happy. You know, they're reacting to the emojis much like they would real facial expressions if you're having in-person conversations. And that goes for both positive and negative emojis, which is interesting. Outside of the obvious facial expressions, uh, you know, uh, skulls, folded hands, fists, that kind of stuff, those all have different, you know, meanings across different groups and cultures and ages and all that kind of stuff. So how we communicate is a very big deal, and emojis have become a very big part of that. They're not sure if that's the next step we take. Whereas, like, we stopped communicating via text message. Now it's all like, you know, a f uh, some sort of form of classic concentration that we're playing with each other when we send each other text messages now. But we already do that, you know, where we, yeah. like, encode things in emoji form and just kind of put that all out there for somebody to try to dissect or <laughs> translate into whatever message you're trying to send. So, don't be surprised. But still, Big J, the most common emoji uh, sent every single day. Any guess? It's pretty obvious. Probably the laugh. Nope, the just the smile, smiley face. The smiley just face. the smiley face. The yellow smiley face is still the number one scent emoji. Uh, laugh is in the top five for sure. Uh, but so is that eggplant emoji that you like so much. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J was going to give you a nerd alert. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. Best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3. The X-Rocks. Well, earlier this year, the Samsung Gaming Hub brought X... Box Game Pass and Via GeForce, uh, now Google Stadia and other gaming services to Samsung smart TVs and smart monitors, promising to add services like Amazon Luna. Well, it turns out it's today. Amazon's cloud gaming service is now available on 2022 Samsung smart TVs. Well, what does that mean? It means you can play games on your TV. You don't need a computer. You don't need a console. Uh, crazy. Uh, Samsung says Aluna with the gaming hub now has more than a thousand games available to play. Most of these games will require an extra subscription fee, though if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you already have access to a small library of games. Very small. I mean, right now we're talking Prime users. You can play like Steel Assault. Assault, Miss Control, Ultimate Edition, and Garfield Kart Furious Racing. Uh, they're chasing lasagna there, buddy. <laughs> Included with their subscription. Now, the selection of free with Prime games changes every month, but users can subscribe to additional channels to expand their library. And Luna Plus, for instance, includes games like Yakuza Like a Dragon, Mega Man 11, Ghost Runner, Resident Evil uh, 8, I'm sorry, 7. Uh, Luna's Retro Channel has a collection of classic games from Centipede to Street Fighter 2, so they can also subscribe to channels featuring Ubisoft and Jackbox game packs, all priced between, you know, 5 bucks and $18 a month. So if you do subscribe, your games won't be locked to your TV. Luna games are playable on PCs, Macs, tablets, and smartphones. But, uh, bam, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. So uh, how these games work will depend on your connection speed and your internet. But uh, Xbox Game Pass, 
Plus and Amazon Luna both recommend minimum internet speeds at uh, 10 MBS to 20 MBS. So uh, that's pretty reasonable, I think, for most people. You ever messed around with any of this stuff? Uh, no, I don't have uh, that new of a TV just yet. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't tried out Google Stadia or any of these other kind of deals where you just, bam, hook something up and, and get to play. So in some cases, AAA features, which is it's really cool. But, you know, that dynamic is it's one of the reasons why Xbox game uh, folks in the Game Pass has become such a big deal is because they're trying to do more than just the console stuff. And it's, it appears to be working. And we'll see. I mean, I, I think that this is uh, great if you've got a bunch of kids and you don't want to have to fork out money for a bunch of consoles, etc. Uh, that could be something that would be a little bit more, you know, cost effective. Yeah, got to have access to, I think, I mean, realistically, you're going to have to have a keyboard hooked up to your TV in order to play these things, right? Yeah, a keyboard yeah. and some other accessories, right. but that's that's not a big deal. Uh, TikTok has teamed up with Ticketmaster to help users discover events and buy tickets directly through the app. So creators such as music artists, comedians, sports teams, and venues can search for relevant Ticketmaster events and link to them uh, to their videos. So the feature is only open right now to select creators at the onset, though more will gain access over time. Ticketmaster says the partnership with TikTok will help event organizers and creators reach more fans and potential ticket buyers along with similar lines. Snapchat at a Ticketmaster mini app in February to help users find events. So uh, the more chances that people have can hit that button to, to buy something, you know, they're looking for that opportunity and especially the way TikTok is blown up for a musical artist, that seems like a very smart thing to do. Yeah, of course. Uh, any way these companies can make money, they're going to do it, baby. And yeah. this is a great way for brands to integrate with each other to make them some more cash. Bam. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and another thing here in the gaming world, Logitech, uh, they make a whole bunch of uh, gaming accessories and things in the workplace as well. And Tencent, uh, that's a gaming studio, they've announced that they're working on a handheld cloud gaming device. So they're blending with Logitech G Brands hardware, uh, known with uh, Tenet's uh, Ten sense software process and according to uh, a landing page where you can plug in your email address to receive updates the device is tentatively called the logitech g gaming handheld so the system should come to market later this year and it will support multiple cloud gaming services just like we talked about before and tencent and logitech are working with uh, the xbox cloud gaming and geforce now now teams at microsoft and nvidia respectively so expect the handheld to support both those platforms at the very least so we're taking we're talking nintendo switch nintendo kind of thing times you know the ultimate handheld pc device so that's what this logitech is and then steam uh, released their valve deck earlier this year another very powerful handheld thing that plays you know uh, extremely you know difficult game graphically enhanced games right there in your hand it's incredible man what they're doing with these uh, mobile devices. And that's going to be out sometime later this sometime year? Sometime later this year, yeah. So, cool. so more competition out there. Because the Stream Deck right now is available in limited quantities, much like the next-gen consoles are for varying degrees of price depending upon the model that you get. But it's it's pretty interesting uh, projects to get involved in. There's your Nerd Alert, courtesy of Radio's Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're a big rewards family, are you not? Yeah, we like rewards. You enjoy getting points back or miles or uh, whatever the bleep back for whatever purchases you make. I know the wife works for an airline, therefore I'm sure you're part of their mileage program. Do you belong to any other traveling mileage program out there? Uh, Well, I mean, I have accounts for all the airlines. Um, When I end up having to fly in those other 
uh, airlines. And then, uh, yeah, we're uh, part of a, a hotel chain as well. Right, their point system and their reward system. In your opinion, considering you have one with every single airline, obviously you have a weighted interest in one, but do you think that there's a best one out there? Uh, well, yeah, Alaska Airlines. What's second place? None. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten a chance to, to use a lot of other airline you know points and uh, miles and such, but uh, the other one I was familiar with was Southwest. So Gotcha. Well, uh, somebody did the research for you, buddy. They put it all together, and they found out which airlines had the best rewards program, and the winner by a country mile? Hawaiian Miles. The Hawaiian airline uh, that travels to and from the islands has the best additional features and rewards value. Delta Airlines has the best redemption policies, and American Airlines has the best coverage. Uh, So those were the top three. Alaskan came in fourth. And then United came in fifth for their uh, travel rewards for people that fly on a regular basis. According to the rewards that you get, the policies that it covers, and the bonuses that you're rewarded. So, now you know. Apparently, those are the ones to go with if you want the best of the best and the most bang for your buck. Uh, Southwest didn't even get mentioned in the top ten, so maybe it's not... I mean, listen, lots of people fly Southwest. There's no doubt about it. I don't remember the last time I, I flew another airline, so. That's, well, yeah, why would you? I mean, you have, like, crazy discounts on the one that you right. fly. And it would be silly for you to go anywhere else. Plus, I mean, we have, like, we have so many miles. Yeah, I'm sure. It's ridiculous. Arizona Cardinals' new wide receiver Marquise Brown, known as Hollywood Brown, was arrested yesterday morning on speeding charges. According to a report at ArizonaSports.com, he had been sidelined from practice this week by a hamstring injury. Didn't affect how much you could push down on the gas pedal, though, Big J. Thank God for that. Everybody's okay. Veteran linebacker Anthony Barr sticking around with the Cowboys. He reached a one-year agreement with the team worth about $2 million to $3 million. And, Big J, there's football on tonight. Will you be watching? Football? I don't know if I can. I don't mean I don't have any uh, TV, regular TV, so I got to track. I got to start tracking this down because I'm not going without watching football this year. All right. So, Jeez. You haven't made up the opinion, or the, you haven't figured out which way you're going to go yet. No, well, because either way, I'm locked into at least seventy bucks a month for the football season. Because I would prefer to get the NFL Network's version of the Red Zone. I, I prefer that. That's my f- preferred choice. Sure. But in order to get that, I'm going to have to get into some uh, some TV packages. That that's the base minimum. It's like sixty plus. Yeah, because you want. So you don't care so much about like the direct ticket and watching the whole games you just oh no i'm not signing up for that i mean you can't listen this is the last season with direct tv and then all bets are off and we'll see what happens with it after that i mean apple plus and see how much that all costs etc that's the rumor to be the case have you kicked around the nfl's option that they're yeah yeah actually i i i I do but you know that's um you know the, the standard games that we would get on tv you get to you can stream those Right. So, do I want to watch the Seattle Crap Hawks all the time? No. But that'll also get you the red zone stuff and the package there as mm, part of it. It's not no, a part of it? No. The, the NFL. NFL the com? NFL's. Then why would you bother? That's what I'm saying. I mean, anybody. <laughs> Period. What I don't is know. the point? Your assumption that it came with. Uh, an I NFL did assume red zone. that it came with red zone. I mean, it is their channel after all. Why you wouldn't put that on no, your own? No, it doesn't have app. any of the NFL network shows and stuff on there. But it is the NFL's version of Red Zone, I guess. There's the Directv version of Red Zone, and then NFL has their own, is what you, which is what you just told yeah. me. But yeah, why that's... they wouldn't include that in their own package seems I don't know. Asinine. It's 
probably a contractual thing they have with Dish. Could very well be. Well, it's not even a Dish thing because it's on all the other streamers too. It's on like Sling and things like that. So there's plenty of places you can get the NFL's version of Red Zone. It's not proprietary to just one. Either way, the Hall of Fame game is tonight. Yes, the Hall of Fame. See, if you want to watch the second or third uh, string Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, Las Vegas Raiders play each other, because uh, none of the starters will be playing tonight. Both coaches have already announced that. So you're not going to get a lot of primary talent involved, but still it is actual people wearing actual NFL uniforms playing actual NFL football tonight if you'd like to watch it. Uh, I guess for the third time, I, I know we've talked about this movie three different times. They've been trying so hard to reboot Roadhouse for years. If you remember, Roadhouse. we talked about how uh, Ronda Rousey at one point was connected to the actual uh, bill as the, you know, they're doing a gender swapped Roadhouse. That, of course, went the way of the dodo. Now we have another Roadhouse remake, this one starring Jake Gyllenhaal as the Patrick Swayze character. And Roadhouse. now it's been announced that Conor McGregor is going to make his film debut in this particular film. Not sure who he's going to play, but it's going to be a direct-to-prime video film. <laughs> uh, there's a, been a bunch of other cast members uh, announced. The only other person I think that maybe you're familiar with that's been announced has been uh, Delena Melkor, who, of course, was a uh, rat catcher in uh, Suicide Squad. So... She's involved in it as well, and it's coming to Amazon Prime. I guess this thing is as good as getting ready to get started being made, so this is going to happen. We're going to have a Roadhouse reboot. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Not too far away for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, yeah. Little city called Springville, Utah. It's right outside of Salt Lake City. So we're not too far away from our home base for today's story, and it kind of has something that we've talked about for a while as well, and that's wildfires, Big J. A Utah man has been arrested because uh, he's been accused of starting a wildfire, but it is the way in which he decided to do it that causes him to wind up and we're going to hell. His name is Corey Martin. He's 26 years old, and he told deputies that he was hiking near Springville, in an area there when he was just wandering down the little trek in the hill and he saw a big gigantic spider big j uh-oh and usually you would avoid those or make sure you don't come in contact with them but this is when Corey decided to do something different he decided he wanted to kill the spider with fire big j and so what happened was as he attempted to set the spider on fire guess what big j really dry in the utah area as well yeah. In a matter of seconds, the fire got out of control, turned into a wildfire, and burned thousands of acres in and around Springville in Utah. Now, uh, he did acknowledge starting the fire, but didn't explain why he was trying to burn the spider. Basically, there's no evidence to say, to say that he intentionally like wanted to start this fire. You know, basically, it was like, I'm going to set this spider on fire to start a wildfire. They don't think that was his motivation. They're just trying to figure out what led him to stop, notice a spider, and then decide to burn it when it's as dry and extreme drought conditions as Utah has right now. It's not exactly very high up on the intelligence meter, I guess is my point. So once again, we use this as a reminder to let you know that, hey, listen, man, not, not a great way to kill insects anyway, but also certainly not in the dry brush of the Utah slash Idaho wilderness. That's not what you want to do because uh, you don't know how quickly that stuff can get out of control. 
It doesn't take long before you have a fire that you cannot personally put out unless you're carrying something ridiculously large <laughs> yeah. and water-based. It's just not going to happen. So please don't kill spiders with fire on your hiking trails, guys. That way wildfires, at least a wildfire started by you, won't happen. Sounds like we need a new Smoky the Bear public service announcement. I agree. Change those billboards that are up around town. To say things like, hey, don't set fire to spiders. That's how We're trying to kill start. spiders in the wilderness. Don't use fire. Just walk around the spider. It's fine. Knowing it's, is half the battle. It's not. That's G.I. Joe. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yo, Joe! There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. Bottom line is trust. That's the bottom line at Bronco. Some Nirvana for you here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's nice to know that the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, right? Big J, at one point in your life, you went to college, correct? I went for a few semesters, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you now do something you did not go to college for, correct? Yeah, yes, true. I mean, when you went to college, what was your end game, your goal that you wanted to do? My major was broadcast, mass communications and broadcast journalism. Okay. So uh, ideally what I had though wanted to do was uh, public relations right. in some form. You so wanted to get into PR. I, I wasn't like, oh, I want to get into radio. That is not what I was going to school specifically for. Right. And now you find yourself with a radio career. Yeah. Same thing for me. I went to college for a couple of semesters as well. It was You're doing 12, law. But it was doing law stuff. I was taking pre-law classes and then uh, decided that radio was something that I wanted to do and got out of the yeah. four-year college you, system in order to do that. You were barrister Doogie Hauser. Uh No, I was not that young when I went to college. But also, it, it, you know, it, it's it, it's an incredible number because they did a survey of about 50,000 college students slash graduates over the last 25 years and found out that 73% of people that went to college for some particular reason are not doing the job that they went to college for. The major that yeah. they majored in or whatever the case may be. Perfect example. My uh, my daughter, very proud of her. She just graduated this year from Boise State University with a d- degree in anthropology. Uh-huh. And uh, what is she doing? Nothing. <laughs> right. Which is not what she went to yeah. school for. Yeah, no, no. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure what her plan was uh, with anthropology, but she enjoyed the studying. That's all that matters, yeah. I suppose. So, I mean, th- that's part of it. While we still collectively as a society believe that college education is important, we have to look on these things and go, okay, maybe it absolutely is, but like, we should probably pay attention to what's happening post-college life and making sure that you're doing something that you actually spent all that money and time for. Uh, of course, uh, everybody uh, of the uh, people that they talked to that graduated college, uh, 87% say they have absolutely no regrets about going to college because they learned a lot about life. They learned a lot about uh, different life lessons, not just the thing that they went to school for. So they think it's important, but... of respondents said, you know what, they would actually consider trying college again now that they know what they're doing to get a little bit more education into the role that they have found themselves in post-college. So it is interesting to me that we have such a terrible hit rate 
on what we decide to go to school for and what we either decide we're now passionate about or maybe just in some cases fall into because the there's not a lot of anthropology jobs out there, I guess, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you may, you, while you go to school for something and you maybe still have that passion for it, that's not what you can sustain yourself doing after you graduate from college and so other things have to be figured out. Uh, of course, they also say that college did help them out in the world of being an adult and learning about responsibilities, living on their own, some of the main challenges that go along with that. So the life lessons learned in college certainly are valuable no matter what you're going to school for. But we need to do better, I think, at figuring out what we want to do. If 73% of us are doing something completely different than what we paid tens of thousands of dollars yes, to do. Yes, that's the part, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, think about it now. Currently, you know, a great option, and, and I wish I would have thought about more than I considered this when I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, was going to a trade school. And, yeah, that's and learning, what I did do. Yeah, yeah. Learning, learning a trade and, you know, be mechanics. I mean, just there's so many opportunities that there is, like, a, a lot of money available out there. It's just hard work, and a lot of the younger folks might not want to do that these days. Yeah, again, I mean, uh, trade schools, they run the gamut, too. Not everyone is fixing cars, you know? I mean, there's lots of different things out there that you can learn to do that take skills and experience in order to provide that that could be a career option for you. But again, there's lots of things that you need a college degree to do. Nobody's saying college is uh, completely irrelevant and you shouldn't do it. What I am saying is that it's going to be useless if you end up going and doing something that is completely unrelated to what you're studying. We make college useless in that particular case. If you go to school for something and then do something completely different once you graduate, yeah, all those classes that you majored in seem suddenly uh, pointless or at least something that you're not uh, putting into practice, which you can question the effectiveness of it. So think about it. Plan through it. And by the way, I mean, uh, there's also nothing wrong with changing your majors halfway through school either. You know what I mean? Right. If you change your opinion and you can move around, you can do these things in school. That's one of the freedoms of college, giving you the ability to change your studies up if there's something else you're passionate about. But probably think about that instead of wasting a bunch of money. But that's easier said than done sometimes, too. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Pretty much common knowledge that women typically outlive men. Yes, Big J? Yeah. But there's a new study out there that shows there's a couple of things you can do to improve your odds. And, Big J, you're doing them. One, get married. Two, at some point in your life, go to college. (laughs) Researchers from the University of Southern Denmark studied data from 199 countries spanning over 200 years, and they found that a man who is both married and has gone to college has an increased life expectancy. Now, that's because couples influence one another's health, so it seems that men benefit the most from being partnered up with a woman who usually is living a healthier lifestyle than they are. And so that benefits men when they team up with somebody in that particular capacity. So, think about it. Get married, go to college, live a little bit longer, Big J. How does it feel to be in the uh, the plus side of things? Great. What a gambit you've been running. feel pretty good about it. Congratulations. Any other advice you want to give the rest of us? Um, yeah, try to watch your uh, your sugar intake. Don't get diabetes like me. Yeah, but you're doing good with that, right? Yeah, but still. The NFL is demanding a harsher penalty for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson than the six-game suspension that was handed down by a disciplinary officer. League filed an official appeal yesterday. Watson, of course... 
accused of sexual assault and other misconduct in civil lawsuits filed by 25 women. They basically accused him of a bunch of different things from 2020 to 2021. Six games was the initial suspension, but they want more, and they'll probably get it. Roger Goodell does have the final say, courtesy of the collective bargaining agreement, so we'll see how long it takes them to figure it out at this point. Anthony's Barr sticking around with the Cowboys. He signed a one-year deal worth about $3 million to stay as a linebacker of the Cowboys. Marquise Brown, wide receiver for the Cardinals, arrested yesterday on speeding charges. He hasn't been practicing because of a hamstring injury. But we do have a football game on the docket tonight, the Hall of Fame game from Canton, Ohio. you got the Jags and the Raiders facing off against each other. If you've been desperate for football action, that's what you're going to get, second to third stringers at least tonight, maybe even fourth or fifth stringers on the docket for the Hall of Fame game. No starters are expected to play, but it's still NFL football. Bad news if you're an Ellen DeGeneres fan, Big J. HBO Max has been pulling the plug on a lot of different things, and one of the things that got the guillotine yesterday, the animated show Little Ellen. That was supposed to follow around a seven-year-old Ellen DeGeneres, Big J. Gone. Now, believe it or not, this show had already been on for two seasons. Had you ever heard of it? No. No. Me either. Uh, It was headed for its third season. It was supposed to premiere in June, but that has been stopped as they are canceling a bunch of things on HBO Max for reasons unbeknownst to people. But also maybe because nobody knows they exist. That could also be a thing. I mean, but... I'm not sure you and I are the uh, the demographic for the Little Ellen animated TV series, to be perfectly honest. Who is? Probably kids, if I had to guess. Little kids, you know, like, you know, in the six, seven, eight-year-old range? Yeah. That's probably the audience for that particular show. I don't think it's... It was more of an educational show than it was like an adult animated comedy, I would say. Now, you know what Rick and Morty is, right? I've heard of it, yeah, yes. That's on HBO Max, too. They've done a pretty good job reaching us with that content. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We are going to do your pop culture smackdown coming up here in a few seconds. Culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got a great Morning After prize package here for you. You're going to have to earn it today and uh, we've got pop evil tickets they're coming to town saturday at the knitting factory get you into an exclusive sound check party before the show uh get you in there as well that's a done deal if you can beat nick here pop culture smackdown and we'll get you tickets to the meridian firefighters salmon feed which is happening tomorrow afternoon at Kleiner park so all that can be yours if you know your ad slogans. And the price is right. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you'd like to play for this awesome prize package. Big J's got the questions. Let's see if you've got the answers. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? I'm Adam. All right, Adam, you're up first. Good luck, man. All right, so this is about ad slogans here, so you recall these uh, from uh, you know current and the past. Better ingredients, better pizza has been used as an ad slogan by which company? Papa John's? Papa John's is correct. Nick, the champagne of bottled beer has been which company's ad slogan? That's Miller High Life. There you go. Nice work. Finish this ad. Nobody better lay a finger on my... Butterfinger. Right. Yeah. Nick, uh, once you pop, the fun don't stop. Pringles. Pringles is right. right. You've got mail. AOL. AOL is correct. Nick, which company has used the ad slogan, it's a kick at, it's, I'm sorry, oh. it's a kick in the glass? It's a kick in the glass. It's a kick in a glass. In a glass. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. 
So it's some sort of beverage. Uh, I'm going to say I don't know this one off the top of my head, so anything I take is a guess. I'm going to say Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Think more of the powdered variety of uh, beverages out there. The powdered variety of beverages. How about Roger on the phone? His name is Adam. 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 <laughs> I like Roger, but it's Tang. Tang is right. right. Hey, good job, Damn. man. Damn. Good yes. job. Yeah, I, remember those, I remember those when I was a kid. Well done, uh, dude. You, you earned, earned that it. one. Good job. Hang on one second, Adam. Hook you up with those Pop Evil tickets. I never heard that. I used <laughs> yeah. to love Tang. Yeah, too. yeah. It's still very popular, by the way. Uh, is it? Yeah. Where? I don't even. What, what aisle is it in? Is it in like the juice aisle? Uh, well, it's more internationally okay. than here in America, but uh, in particular, they're still rolling in uh, lots of money from Tang. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. It was my my great grandmother used to make it, and it was it was fantastic. I used to love it. Uh, never heard the slogan though. Congratulations, man. Enjoy the Pop Evil show on Saturday and the salmon feed tomorrow. Hang on one second. We'll get some info from you. We'll do some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. Really stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Alcohol was involved. Slow and steady. And it's back. It's back. The Mexican pizza, Big J. Rejoice. Nom, nom, nom. It's returning for good. Permanently. The popular item was removed back in 2020 thanks to supply chain issues and to try to simplify things for new workers. But it came back as a limited item earlier this year. Went gangbusters. The six-month supply sold out in just two weeks. So now new Taco Bell CEO Mark King says... It's going to be relaunched mid-September, and it's going to be permanent, bro. So I wonder, does that take away the interest? No, because here's the thing. Uh, I mean, they judge a lot of stuff, and I was watching some information on this. Example, when you get these special limited things, like, the, let's say, your favorite, the McRib. Uh-huh. One of the reasons why the McRib continues to come back is it never sells out. Gotcha. So it's like we're not going to keep this on permanent because people enough people aren't buying it. Uh, what happens in this particular case? I mean, I think most of the local Taco Bell's had it for like two days, and it was sold out. Yeah, it sold out really quick. So uh, you know, maybe they misjudged that at the beginning of how many people were buying Mexican pizza. I guess I just wonder, you know, because th- there is a novelty to this removed menu item is now back for a limited time. But, and I wonder if it becomes permanent, does the popularity go down, I guess is my point. Are you going to order a Mexican pizza now that you know that you can get it anytime you want to, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't go there enough. It doesn't impact me enough to make that big of a difference. But I just wonder. But it's good. Listen, man, sometimes that stuff works. It's good to know. Obviously, people enjoy it, and they want it to come back, so I'm happy that it's making a return. And if you enjoy it, you should be as well. Alcohol was involved or slow and steady? Slow and steady. Of all the unusual and weird reasons for travel delays, uh, this one is probably the weirdest. British Railway Service had to shut down for two hours after a huge 110-pound tortoise strolled onto the train tracks. Oh. And because uh, tortoise are, you know, people are kind to animals, the train service was shut down until the track intruder cleared the rails by his own accord, Big J. The reports are that the turtle was injured, which is part of the reason why it was taking so long for it to cross the tracks. So once it did clear the railroad tracks, they took it to an animal rescue to help it get uh, in good shape and make sure it was checked up and okay. But this thing was apparently 110 pounds, and that made it a little over 97 years old, they thought. Tortoises live for a very long time. Yes, yes, they do. So good news. It's going to be okay. 
But if you were uh, delayed on your railway service yesterday, just know it was a tortoise that caused the delays, which is strange. You would think they'd just, like, pick it up and move it. You know what I mean? But I guess when it's 110 pounds, you don't want to get in the way of that thing, right? Right. They can be ornery, I imagine, when they're that old. Wrap it up with alcohol was involved. A woman with an open bottle of whiskey was arrested Saturday night because she drove her golf cart on I-95, which is Florida's busiest interstate. The woman initially was reported by a semi-truck driver who claimed the driver of the golf cart was actually passing out while driving, and it did appear that she was, which is never, never a good thing to be passing out while driving a golf cart on a freeway. The Florida Highway Patrol report states that the driver used her vehicle to steer the golf cart onto the shoulder of the road out of harm's way. The woman was arrested, and she's facing multiple charges. So a reminder, don't drink and drive. Even golf carts, Big J. Uh, That's how you end up in a tree or uh, flipping it in a sand trap or on the freeway. And that's not where golf courts are supposed to go. No, that's right. Uh, In fact, it's a bad idea. How did we wreck a golf cart one day? Do you remember that? I think we're just driving a little too fast. Was that what it was? It was more Anthony was really drunk. And he was driving. What did it hit? At some point, he was on top of the golf cart. I remember that. I do remember that. No, we did not hit a tree. There was like a tree root or something? Yes. Yeah, one okay. of the, the, you know, those big trees. Yeah, that's what it was. It was kind of like sticking out of the ground, and he was going really fast into it, and then the golf cart just stopped working. Yeah. And I believe we played the I don't know what happened card. It just stopped working. Yeah, I think, is that is that the time we were with Ryan Clady? Uh, no, it was the time we were with Pete, I believe, that day golfing. Oh, man. Memory serves. Oh, boy. And your daughter, I think. Uh, which was always a uh, great, great yeah, look at her now. example for the kids. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. What's the trick? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We've been talking about this for a while. Tomorrow out at Kleiner Park is the Meridian Fire Department salmon feed that's going on for everybody in the Treasure Valley. And we have our friend Bryson from the Meridian Fire Department in studio. Good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for uh, drawing the short straw and coming in on the morning <laughs> show and talking about things. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the origins of this particular salmon feed. It's been going on for a while, right? It has, yeah. It's an event that we've been doing for over 40 years. And then... And uh, this is the first year that we're doing it since COVID. And we're, we're happy to bring it back to the community. Yeah, it's one of those things where, um, I mean, it's just, it's incredible because you just, you know, you've got tons of salmon that you bring in here and throwing it on an open flame. And it's something that you guys are pretty good at. It's just an interesting thing to see happen. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little experience that we've got. Um, we've got plenty of food we've got a really cool a uh, way that we cook it um, i think it's pretty unique and it's something that you can even watch us do we've got it open to the public come watch us how we cook and everything is uh on display for you to see how we do it i'll be honest a real another benefit of this too is to uh, for for people who, who might not know and just experience a little bit about what it's like being a firefighter because you guys you do this in your full gear and and when you get close to where you're cooking uh it's hot it's really hot kind of like a fire and you start to get a better perspective too i think of what you guys have to go through when you're all in your you know your uniform and it's it's hot as as heck anyways and it's hot outside so i think it gives us civilians a lot of a better appreciation of what you guys have to do and go through 
Yeah, absolutely. It gets it gets warm out there. Luckily, we're maybe coming up on a cold front. It's supposed to be less than a hundred this Friday. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, cold front. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll be out there in our grass coats and and cooking salmon. It gets warm, and that's why we've got plenty of people on rotation because we've got to get people breaks. So makes sense, man. And of course, uh, all of this is to benefit a couple of charities for the Meridian firefighters. Let's talk a little bit about uh, those. What if people are coming to the salmon feed tomorrow? What what are they helping out with? Absolutely. So we're raising money for the burnout and benevolent fund. And what, what essentially what that is, is it's raising money for people's uh, people in our community whose homes burn down. Um, if they do burn down, it takes a little while for insurance money to kick in. So at the end of every fire, once we get everything controlled, we will cut a check to the family for anywhere from two to three, four hundred dollars, depending on the size of the family. And so that they have a way to go grab a hotel, grab some food, grab some clothes until their insurance money kicks in. Yeah, I mean, it's a really great thing because that, that instant that that happens, I mean, their whole world is turned upside down. Absolutely. It's tragic watching someone and, and just seeing like almost all of their personal belongings just dissipate in a fire. And it's it's really hard to see, but ho- hopefully we can raise some money this, this week to help, help them out and, and give them some money when that does happen. Love it. Uh, it's happening tomorrow afternoon at Kleiner Park. Uh, I believe the fun starts at 5 for senior citizens, and then everybody mm-hmm. else can come on and grab their grub around 6 o'clock. Yep. But how long... Uh, are you guys barbecuing salmon for? I mean, it's hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll start in the early afternoon, and then we'll start serving, like you said, start serving seniors at 5, and we'll start serving general general public at 6, and we'll go up until no one wants to eat anymore or we run out. We'll have a raffle around 8 o'clock. Um, there's plenty of cool prizes to win from the raffle from our community partners. So. It is hundreds and hundreds of pounds. I don't know how many pounds of salmon you guys go through, but it's crazy. It is. It's a ton of salmon. <laughs> it takes a long time to cook. It is, and it's quite the sight to see, and it's for a fantastic cause as well. Big J going to be out there tomorrow broadcasting live from 4 to 6, so you get swing by and win some stuff from the X-Rock stock as well. But as Bryson mentioned, man, there's raffles out there. There's lots of opportunities for you to give and help out the Meridian firefighters. And I imagine it's probably, while a lot of work also, uh, thanks to covid nice to get back into the swing of things a little bit right yeah we can't wait it's been two years since we've been able to do it last our members are always excited for it and i know our community is always super excited for it uh what is your favorite part about it do you enjoy the cooking do you enjoy visiting with the community what is it I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's the the excitement of the cooking and and just kind of carrying on the tradition that we've done and also raising money for our community. You know, I think that the fun that we have is is somewhat unique, you know, in the country. I know that there's a lot of departments around here that have the same thing, but I think it's unique for us and it's something that we're excited for as a department and as a firefighters association to raise money for our community. And I think that's what we're most excited about. Well, yeah, you you had mentioned, you know, it's your fifth year with the department, but you've Mm -hmm. been part of the salmon feed since you were seven, man. I mean, this is a this is a, a heritage for you guys, and I can imagine that everybody in the department takes this pretty seriously and has a lot of fun with it, right? Absolutely. There's a lot of buy-in from the department. Everyone knows that this is our our big event. This is our Super Bowl, so everyone's preparing almost all year. When we start this thing, we start planning in January, so it's a it's a, it's a huge event, and we're excited to get it going this year. Uh, is there a place for advanced tickets, or is it best for just people to show up tomorrow? Absolutely. If you're looking to buy any tickets, we sell them at uh, Fire Station 1, Fire Station 2, Fire Station 3, uh, Meridian City Hall, um, and the Meridian Fire Admin, which is on the second floor. Um, you can go to the Meridian Chamber of Commerce, or you can go to the Express Cafe off of Fairview and Meridian. Beautiful. Lots of opportunities for you to grab the tickets for the fun tomorrow. Uh, seniors, it starts at 5. The rest of us starts at 6 o'clock. Go out to Kleiner Park and join Big J and the Meridian Fire Department out there. Thank you very much for coming in, Bryson. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you guys for having Thank me. Thank you. On 100.3, the X. Hey, bad impressions. They are brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley 
Subaru. And we've got tickets for you sold out show at the Outlaw Field. That is uh, the old state pen, Nick. Uh, we've got Whiskey Myers coming to town on Sunday. So we'll get you hooked up with those sold out tickets if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. It's a nice sold out show, as Big J mentioned, and these tickets could be yours if you like. Yeah, all you have to do is get on the phone and play Bad Impressions, 208-287-1003. Game works like this. Big J's got three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and you could be concert-bound this weekend. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Adam. All right, Adam. You're up first. I'm that method actor that everybody talks about being a weirdo, etc. My roles as Morbius. I became a vampire. Uh... Yeah, there you go. Good job, man. One right and done. On. That's all you need. Good job. Over clues two and three. When I'm not method acting, I'm method singing in the band 30 Seconds to Mars. And I didn't really write another one. Oh, always prepare Big J. Hang yeah. on one second, Adam. We'll make sure you're all set and good to Prepared go there. for a winner. Uh, what was, uh, why is Jared Leto in the news? Uh, we talked a little bit about this just the other day, Nick. Uh, but uh, he is uh, attached to a movie, a live action remake of Haunted Mansion that's going to be taking place. And so, yeah, very strange. <laughs> I have no idea what that's going to look like or the role he will have, but he will be, be joining him will be Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Lakeith Stanfield, so he was in uh, Get Out and Knives Out, Danny DeVito, and Rosario Dawson, just to name a few. So that's a pretty nice killer lineup power. right there. Yeah. I did not see the first Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, did you? No. Okay. Uh, I also haven't been on the ride. Did you go on the ride oh, in man. Disney World or Land? It's, yes, you and did. it scares the hell of me. No, it's it the, does. It's the drop. That Is it like a out. roller coaster kind of thing? It, it you go through the mansion and then at the top, right? Like you're looking uh, over uh, the entire you know Disneyland. Okay, and then pff, it drops. So are you in like a roller coaster kind of setting, or you're what? in a seat a seated thing? Okay, yeah, you're in a seated thing, like kind of like a roller coaster, like a Tower of Terror kind. You of go thing. through different like you know scary things here and there, and it takes you all the way up and then drops you down basically, yes. huh? And yes. you did not like it. It's at uh, it. That's not my favorite. Was the ride yeah. itself any good? Like some of the scenes and stuff in it? It was okay. All right. Could you understand the narrative that they're trying to pull for the movie? No, I have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> well, the but, stars are I out. mean, and they've got a lot of uh, folks that, you know, have been in uh, Knives Out, so that's very interesting. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. The daylight. That is Shine Down Daylight, wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this particular Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J gave you a nerd alert. We talked a lot about college. We had a chance to talk to Bryson from the Meridian Fire Department about their big salmon feed tomorrow at Kleiner Park. Grab your tickets in advance. Join Big J out there for a live broadcast from 4 to 6. So it was a good Thursday show, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, Nick, you know, uh, let's see. Metallica and Netflix had uh, gone into partnership on a uh, merch merchandise lineup that includes uh, some official Metallica Hellfire Club shirts and hoodies, and they are sweet. I've seen them. They are wearing them in all the pictures you're taking recently. Uh, are they expensive? Uh, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think any more expensive than uh, normally you would be getting. Uh, my my one beef is the white uh, Hellfire shirt. It does not come at my size, and it's not stain resistant, which would probably be another. Complaint. But that would only add to uh, the the lure of such a shirt. Uh, debatable. You know? I mean, and the, but the hoodie does come at my size, so I'm debating. But it's oh. black, so it's different than I like the white. 
shirt. Sounds racist to me. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Son of a bitch. <laughs> Knock it off. Coors Banquet and Coors Light want to help those who protect our West by donating a portion of all case sales to the Wildland Firefighters Foundation. Look for 100.3 The X and participating retailers to help protect our West by giving you a chance to win Protect Our West Coors gear in white and black colors and station prizes as well. That's going to do it for us. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.